Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bruce, Bruce Almighty, isn't it? Um, hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us once again for another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. Joining me this week are my esteemed colleagues, Richard Drabwell. How are we doing? And Joseph Druid. Hello. Also, Drabs, I like that you saluted when it's just Barbara and I on a video. I think, on here I think if you, if you listen really closely, you can hear the salute. I'm just I'm just giving you the formal greeting that you guys deserve. Thank, Thank you. you. All that time <laughs> in the military was well spent. Yeah, yeah. Scouts. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to ask what you got to Isn't it like the... What's the... It's a dib dib dog. Little, I don't little, know. Little, I can't little remember. Little scout salutes or something where you like touch your lips. Oh, your oh two there we go. That was that. Your forehead and that, things. I think it's that. I think it's that. I promise to do my best to do my duty to God and to the Queen. <laughs> something to keep the scout law. Something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, I think it's it's roughly something like that, isn't it? Roughly, roughly something maybe. like that. Pretty, you're talking to like what? Pretty sure that's word for word. You're talking to like the equivalent of the English version of an eagle stout scout or something, right? You know, you went pretty high up in your scouting yeah. career. I was oh, I, I was a scout leader for a period of my life. Then why are you acting like you didn't really know what the the pledge was? <laughs> the pledge of scout allegiance. Yeah. <laughs> I think he wrote the, the pledge yeah. actually. Yeah, I'm at Baden Powell. Oh, the, I was say Baden the, Powell the original. Oh, yeah. oh, we can all name the founder of the scouts, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been condemned as a paedophile now. Oh so. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, I get I get Baden Powell mixed up with Enoch Powell, and that's not good <laughs> either, as well. To be quite honest, um, and also just for the uh, just for your reference, uh, listeners, there was all sorts of saluting going on during all of that. Um, <laughs> we've gotten a little bit sidetracked um, here this week. The boys are down my ends, and uh, <laughs> we're um, tasting Gloucester Brewery, mate. <laughs> Bosch tears out, isn't it? <laughs> Um, don't think anyone's ever said that. Um, yeah, so um, our presumed hobbyness this week is uh, focusing in on Gloucester Brewery. Uh, regular listeners will know that's that's obviously geographically a, a brewery close to my heart. Uh, what we're drinking uh, from Gloucester Brewery is their 5.2% um, New England IPA. Um, before we get into our review of that, um, we'll do our normal thing and have a hop topic. And I believe that Joe is going to talk about it today. Is that right? Yes, I do. I am. I will. It's me. Go. Um, boys, what do we think about genetically modified beer? I, I'm... In, in, in all honesty, I haven't thought a lot about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. I'm just going to go. Everyone just used to go. Oh no, genetically modified. Boo! Oh, we don't like that. We like organic. We want. We want. You know, dirty, smaller potatoes and carrots. Um, uh, <laughs> an, an organic. Yeah. I think I'm there for genetically modified. I, it's just a bit cooler, isn't it? Like I'd be there for like a genetically modified chicken, all of that sort of stuff. If I can get bigger chicken breasts. Yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't want like a six yeah. foot chicken, would you? That would be scary. Well, well, yes. <laughs> how big do you want your chicken breasts is the question we're actually asking. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Depends on how sexy what? you wanted to look. <laughs> chicken. Chicken with thirty four double D. <laughs> oh, you mean for eating purposes. I see. 
I used to, I used to, when I, when I, when I was on the dating apps, I, one, one of my questions I used to ask was, would you rather fight one horse sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, you definitely go, go for, you definitely go for the duck sized horses. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Duck sized horses without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, well, yeah. You could just kick them. Yeah. Horse sized duck. <laughs> You've got no chance. <laughs> You just hear it in the distance. Wah! <laughs> um, so, Joe, I think this was what you wanted to talk about. This is exactly what I was hoping we were talking And Azov, I mean, I'm all here about sparking debate. There you so go. We've gone on a, on a classic. There you right? go. So, well, to answer your question, we will not fight a horse-sized duck. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, um... <laughs> um so yeah, so the age-old question of, of genetically modified things, as you said, you boys have both spanned the gamut of, I have no idea what GM is, that's Rich's response, all the way through to, or have not thought about it, all the way through to Barbara's thing of like, isn't it bad or something? I don't really know. And I think that's kind of sums up, I think, most people's synopsis. If you don't know anything about it, you probably, or you know a little bit about it, you're probably like, oh, it's bad, so everything has to be organic. But what if I told you that genetically modified beer is a thing, and there's a lot of, it's a growing area within the industry, um, that has long been, it's, it's like a very unknown, like it's not a secret, but it's like well known within the industry that you can basically get genetically modified ingredients like your yeast, for example. Oh, I was just about to jump in and go, I bet this is about yeast more than anything else. Absolutely about yeast. Absolutely about yeast. Mm. So the point of it is, is why... Yeast why... is a live ingredient. Exactly. So it's a <laughs> live ingredient. Why else do you think it might be important that like yeast could be, you know, genetically modified what might be the benefits of genetically modifying your yeast i might make it um basically make it more bountiful bountiful yeah bountiful is the right one what did you say meatier no yeastier oh <laughs> make, about, makes about <laughs> as much got... sense as meatier if i'm quite honest <laughs> that's what the scientists were looking for wasn't it <laughs> like this yeast is fine but we want it yeastier, yeastier. <laughs> okay. i what just about... i just like to think so also just... the name of Kanye West's next album, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the benefits of it is is that, <laughs> is that you can have a larger kind of you know, yeast now like now is the, you can get it in so many different varieties and formats and stuff, and it's all yeah. it's so central to the brewing process. As brewers are on this kind of journey of, of pushing the boundaries of what beer is and they continue to keep pushing the boundaries of beer as we know when one brewer can have like you know 50 different types of beer within a given month or something yeah yeast is obviously a core component of that that helps to facilitate this kind of explosion of different types of beer but what happens if you want your peachy yeast you know your yeast that's going to give you like a peachy flavor but you can't get like you know peaches from the orchards of sicily if, if sicily has apparently now make a load of peaches you know you know what i mean like it's like what happens where you yeah. can't get the physical peach to put within your like product or whatever well yeah. genetically modified yeast can help because they can basically change the genomes so that it creates the the flavoring of gene- of of a peachy beer without you having to have mm. a peach reliant on like, a reliant in on it. a peach ingredient or something See, that's so, really cool. It's really cool. It's really interesting. And it's been yeah. spearheaded in the US where they have quite lax laws when it comes to gen- genetically modified foods. 
Um, and so it's 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 so it's, it's really classic strong. US. It's been adopted. There's a lot of like big startups that have grown up, and and companies like you know bigger companies like um, who have got big US based um, breweries. So for example, Langanitas Brewery, which is that California brewery that we love so much, that yeah. is actually owned mm. by Heineken, as we've talked about on the podcast mm-hmm. before. They are um, they've said that they don't actually have any beers that have GM yeast or products or ingredients within but they are trialing it and they're conducting trials is how he's described it whereas carlsberg which is you know danish you know big another massive multinational brewer um they're mm. saying they have actually issued a no gm policy so none of their ingredients will ever have gm things anyway uh, and that was why i sent you boys that photo photo because unfortunately uh bridget skadkurg who is um one of the lead uh leads <coughs> at, at carlsberg I don't know why, but when I scrolled down, and no offense to Brigitte, Brigitte, but she looked like a bit of like a lizard within the within the reeds, um, just because she's <laughs> she's clearly like enjoyed the sunbed or the sun for a long, long time. Looks a bit leathery and oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't. Maybe that's the filter or the or the lighting. I think there. it's not yeah, a flattering it's, 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 photo. I think she's you know unfortunate, and it's you know I'm not trying to figure out because she's female or anything. Of course not. It's just like anyone who looked like that, I would probably have, make a comment about. Um, because it's it's quite remarkable this photo. Anyway, also it's almost like quite a rich sunset maybe going on or something yeah. like that. Um, it's just the fact that she's sorry, within some reeds as well also made, makes the photo quite bizarre. Yeah, also <laughs> it look like she's hiding in the undergrowth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> also, Carlsberg should probably use some gen- genetically modified stuff because it might make their stuff taste better. But who am I? Ooh, who am oh, I? You went there. This Ooh. is. <laughs> Deal with that, Heineken, is or is it, it Carlsberg? Sorry, Carlsberg. Carlsberg. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, because yeah, because Heineken Leganesis. So we, um, we've talked about like, and I, you know, we'll, we'll cover this. But what is the kind of the end goal here with with GM? We've told about we've talked about maybe like, you know, it might help with like logistics of getting ingredients and stuff. But what and and the variety of beer? What what do you think is like the holy grail? Let's say of like genetically modified yeast, pizza flavored beer. Pizza flavored beer. Okay, so you're going down a flavor route. Okay. Uh, Is that um, big enough to be like the holy grail of this genetically modified yeast? Yes. For me, for, is it the holy grail for for the the drinkers or for the producers? Mm, what do you think? Ah, I'll give you a hint. It's for the drinkers, well. but it would have effects that would benefit. If, if it it would, it's for the drinkers, but of course it would benefit the the producers if this thing were to happen. Well, if well, of course, it's got to be the cost. If okay. it gets to a point that it's going to be, <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to be cheaper to. Of course, the, the technology will get to a point where it's going to be cheaper to mm-hmm. infuse you different flavoured beers instead of. If we go back to the peach thing, they're not going to have to import mm-hmm. whatever peach flavouring or extract or anything like that. They're going to get to a point where we go right. It's peach yeast time. You order in uh, some peachy yeast. I think I figured it out. Is it, are you are you bringing it back around to a recent episode, and beer potentially not going off? He knows. Go on, carry that yeah. thought on. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's least least is a yive product. Wait, hang, hang on. on. A yive product. Yeah, is that is that so? They reckon they might be able to be like keep yeah keep it fresh forever. Exactly. That is the holy grail that, that is being talked about of why genetically modified yeast is so important is because they can and they are hoping that the end goal is that they can engineer an IPA that stays fresh forever, 
tastes consistent everywhere you go in the world, and its hop never gets old. <clears throat> so, like, mm. that is, like, monumental. Because, and, and you know, and this, this is... Um, uh, you know, the kind of the, the spokesperson for this basically says, and they actually think that a lot of manufacturers are well on their way of achieving that goal as well. So it's not like this is just a pipe dream. Like actually those who are yeah. like in this involved in this GM conversation slash development are well on their way of ensuring that they, they can get this holy grail basically. I do That's find cool. that interesting because I recently watched a little bit of that, you know, the last of us. Yes. And it sowed a seed in my head about like, what would I do if it was the end of the world? I was, I was up late the other night, <laughs> and I was thinking. I was like, "Can you imagine?" I'm like, so if you go wandering around after the apocalypse for like 15 years mm. or something like that, and then you go and happen upon a can of like your favorite beer, mm. you're like, "Oh, great! This is still here." Yeah, well, it would be off, wouldn't it? However, these guys are going to sort it out for us. Well, <laughs> this is quite literally the beer of the apocalypse, you know? The apocalypse so, surviving so, beer. So, apocalypse beer. Yeah. So, but is it going to be the yeast that's living forever? That has caused the apocalypse. He's basically saying ah. they're basically saying that it's like, mm, well, mm, I don't know. Well, yeast is well, yeast well, to... is living. So this is the that, that, this Rich is, is the just thought. about to happen it's... on the plot of a really good B movie. <laughs> <laughs> the yeast, the yeast, the yeast, the yeast, the yeast, the yeast. The yeastening, and then you get the Joe Drew, that's it. And then you have the sequel, <laughs> the yeastening, make it yeastier. <laughs> <laughs> okay well we've done yeast then um that was that was well well done everyone um should gonna, we talk about i'm gonna get that on a t-shirt <laughs> make it yeastier, yeastier. Oh, let's get yeastier yeah. Next next time any any London craft beer festival or whatever it is, Jeffers is going to go after like seven or eight beers and go. I'm going to say to you what I say to everyone at this <laughs> festival: make it yeastier. <laughs> Good. Anyway, genetically modified beer, a decisive, <laughs> a divisive topic. Um, what do you think? Write to us at. Wherever it is you write to us. Richard Drabwell's house. Um, (laughs) Please please Um, don't give my address out. (laughs) Um, Shall we we go and talk about Gloucester Brewery? Let's do it. Yes. uh, uh, Gloucester. 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 We can drive a tractor. Actually, that's Cheltenham Town, I think that. Um, Guess where where Gloucester Brewery is? (laughs) (laughs) Gloucester. So I must. So my my kind of understanding of Gloucester, because obviously I'm I'm from Worcester, uh, is all ru- rugby based, or at least it was when we had a rugby team, and um, it was mm. that that phenomenal. <laughs> too soon, I know. Too soon. It's still happening. Anyway, um, mm. and it was that like Gloucester like chant of like what is shouted out at the rugby game to G on their team. Mm. Yes, um, there's also a cathedral. Ah, yes. Harry Potter was filmed there. <laughs> Yes, bits of Harry Potter was filmed in Gloucester Cathedral. Yeah. Oh, wow. my, yeah, my only real experience of Gloucester um, was I used to. It's got a really good climbing wall. It does. Yeah, I, used... I do. It's been so long since I've been there. I don't even know if it still does. Yeah, I used to go to. I used to go to a kids' club called Rock Rats. So mm. uh, nice. <laughs> How old were you at the time? <laughs> uh, like eighteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
sound. Well, um, there's a brewery in Gloucester. And actually in Gloucester, yeah. sure, there's quite a few breweries about. Um, Gloucester Brewery, uh, you would think by the name, you know, it must be like the original brewery in this neck of the woods. Uh, however, uh, only established in 2011. Oh. Um, and it is, I think, Travellers, maybe going to fit in with your um, description of, or definition rather, of um, craft uh, beers. Uh, okay. We're drinking, again, this is part of our, why this is my episode sort of thing, um, is because this was part of our swap shop um, that started, God, several months ago. Um, and we're still going with it by gum. I have sourced um, a few cans of the 5.2% uh, New England IPA. Um, in fact, maybe that's a better place to start. What, what do we think? Oh, very I'm tasty. really enjoying it. Good. Yeah. Ah, well, I oh, love two, a... Two thumbs up. Yes. I love a, I love a NEPA or a New English IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's typical of the sort of thing that they do. I mean, what I meant when I said that they meet your definition of a uh, of a craft of craft um, brewery. So they do a session IPA, which actually, again, Joe, uh, you mentioned the, the rugby. Uh, every week when I'm at the rugby, that's normally my tipple. There is a little stand that does the, some of the Gloucester uh, Gloucester brewery beers. So um, yeah, there's a session IPA there. They do these new craft beer styles. So New England IPA, American Pale. Um, they also do some classic, like they do a Gloucester Gold, which is you know just a golden ale. Um, there is a Cascade. Again, I always say Cascade like it's its own uh, beer type, but that'd be an IPA as well, won't it? Um, an English craft lager uh, and and loads, yeah, loads more than you could uh, shake a stick at. There's limited edition Red October Vienna Red Lager, which I haven't tried yet myself, but I'm quite interested to because. Uh, to be honest, they're really good across the board, cask and keg, um, and made with a sustainable bread mash. So sort of in the kind of wheelhouse of a lot of craft breweries we've tried before, um, and just, yeah, really solid in my opinion. I, and I like uh, that. quite quite proud to both <clears throat> the sort of local connection. So so I was, I was going to save this for when we met up at yours at the end of the month mm-hmm. barber but um seems that we're talking about them now this probably seems like a good time to bring it up it, it, it is related to gloucester brewery um okay. so in your in, in your area where is the best service station well oh come on <laughs> like is no one aware is no one are people not aware of this i can't remember which comedian it was but he tweeted something recently about like gloucester gloucester services is like the ninth wonder of the world <laughs> <laughs> junction 12 yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Best. I was. It's the best. Yeah, they're they're linked to. I think it's like the same company. If you've ever been really far north, T Bay Services up in I Scotland, think like linked. Yeah, the second, yeah, the the second best services in the UK. Oh, you're going you're going Gloucester first and T Bay second. Uh, so I'm going Gloucester Bay than T Bay second. Ah, oh, the local pride is <laughs> <laughs> Gloucester. Gloucester services, to be fair, is next level. It's yeah. almost a problem for people in Gloucester because why would you go to the service station? And <laughs> well, you go to the service station because it's that good. Um, well, yeah. But like, if you're coming home from somewhere, you don't go. Should we go? No, you go to the one. I'm just going to carry carry on home. I'm not going to stop off at the services. I'm nearly at my house. Um, but then everyone's like, Gloucester services is pretty banging, though, isn't it's, it? It's absolutely Have fantastic. A- but but the reason I bring up Gloucester service because I, I I was in there recently. And I think 
I've I've picked up possibly the best collaboration beer I've ever seen in my life, which is with Gloucester Services and Gloucester Brewery. Hang on, I must have missed this. You obviously have. You can't clearly have. You obviously have. (laughs) How embarrassing! Because 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 I've brought three cans and I'm going to bring them up when I next see us boys. um, Nice. Because because you can only buy it in Gloucester Services. And I think that is more more breweries should do collaborations with with services along motorways. So good. I think it's an untapped market. I've never heard of a collaboration like that before. That's brilliant. I'm trying to figure out if I'm actually going to be near the service services soon. Just to kind of give you a review before we officially review it to give it a proper for our transatlantic listeners. A service station is what a truck stop. Yeah. The Americans know it all <laughs> yeah. too well, but they're just horrendous in, yeah. in the states. I remember like driving up and down the East Coast, and the East Coast service stations are usually the worst as well. Unfortunately, to the East Coast, they're usually just like a like a um, you know a, a gas station with a Dunkin' Donuts like in a little strip mall thing, or like, you know, or the, you go on the ones uh, uh, up, yeah. up towards um up towards uh, like go skiing in Vermont and like along that route. And they're just like, you know, it's really bizarre. Like you can go get and buy like a, a crusty slice of like a lukewarm <coughs> slice of pizza. You know, like it's just really subpar. Or there's a McDonald's there, yeah, you know, okay. like classic, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's not aesthetically done. Whereas, you know, the gloss of services, you know, it would be, you know, you'd, you'd be better off to make a trip across the, across the ocean for this, you know, across the sea. I, I don't think I. I don't think it actually happens, but like in my head, a visit to Gloucester Services, there's like Vivaldi playing and like a a, a, a fountain, <laughs> like a waterfall, and everyone talks in nice hushed tones. But it's actually kind of like a turfed yeah. building, isn't it? It's kind and of you like... just have. To be honest, the best thing I ever got from there was a really good pie, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was oh, to be fair. Does it, was it have a Nando's pie? In it? I think it um, does, doesn't it? <laughs> No, possibly. I honestly, I've not been in. in I've it's, not been in the last twelve no, it months. Have a Nando's, but, um, it? That's just no, one thing it's, that's it's, wrong about it. Is it doesn't have a Nando's inside it. <laughs> it doesn't have a Nando's. Mm. Is there any service station that has a Nando's? Oh yeah, oh yeah, there is. Yeah, the um, where the ones on the way on the M25 towards um, where is it? It's like it's near <laughs> Reading. Anyway, I, I know it in my head. I can picture. It. I've done the drive too many times, but it's got a Nando's. That, that commuter belt, sort of. Yeah, words. exactly. It's a Nando's. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, I, I'm going to say that Gloucester service is a little bit too highbrow for a Nando's. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. great. Is yeah. artisanal farm to table sausage rolls, stuff, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sausage rolls that's so good they make you want to cry. Um, but well, interesting. I will try and get hold of some, some well, Gloucester. Well, Gloucester Services beer. If you can't, don't worry, because I've got a can for both You've of you. You've got some. I've got oh, some. Okay. Don't worry. That's very kind of you. <laughs> so tell us about Gloucester um, Brewery a bit more. I, I'm intrigued because I was looking at them, looking in the background behind what, what they're up to and stuff. They've got a whole range of beers here, which I didn't know. So they say in their Gloucester Gold, their 3.9% is the one that they started out with. I think you might have mentioned that, Bob. Did you? That this is the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this this one that we've got, they've got a whole host. We've got a Session IPA, this New England IPA, the Nipah we've got here, the American Pale Ale, the Dockside Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's alluding to that Ooh. it started out in the docks, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, and actually, their their a brew, a, their tap room, I think, is in the the Gloucester Keys area, where there's like a little shop shopping area and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, really quite a nice setting to go and have a beer as well. And they do quite a bit of 
I mean, actually, to be honest, that if you go and read about them, there's there's quite a lot they try and do to engage with the local community. But they also do kind of a lot of um, rugby themed things. So you know, also they had loads of um, uh, events uh, showing the the Rugby World Cup recently because you know it's a big big rugby city as, as well. So loads of that kind of stuff. And um, they also um, are a gin distiller as well. So uh, uh, brewing is is the the main na- aim of the game. <laughs> Um, for want of a better phrase, but they've gotten into um, actually gin and vodka, I think, as well. So um, I say something for everyone, maybe not so much for the kids, but um, yeah, <laughs> if you're not much of a, a beer fan, they're also, they're also doing gin, gin, gin and vodka. And uh, yeah, similar with, I'm trying to think who else had done that. Was it Seven Brothers up in uh, Seven Brothers, uh, yeah. Manchester? Brewdog where they done Seven Brothers. Well. And... Yes, that's true. A lot of, so, lot of company, a um, lot of breweries yeah, you know, having a distillery a... arm, like growing distillery arm. I think Adnams have got one as well. Um, who else have we talk about oh, recently yeah. who's got that? Um, one of the other players, like in that um, more established neck of the woods, we've got it. I think, um, who's the Cornish one, the big one? Verdon? Uh, no, the big one, the, the more established no. one. Oh, St. Austell's. St. Austell's, they have a, a, a spirit arm as well, I'm sure of it. Mm. But yeah, mm. it seems like, you know, beer and spirits seem to go hand in hand with these, these brewers, um, which is quite interesting. Yeah, and actually, just also, um, I mean, we're enjoying the the, the beer. This, this neighbour is, is is cracking as well. Um, the other thing I would just say, sort of in favour of of Gloucester Brewery, is actually they're pretty socially conscious as well. Um, they seem to get involved uh, really well with with charities and local communities. I know they've done a lot of stuff with Calm, um, but there's also that I, I think this summer there was um, a trip um, by some of the team at Gloucester Brewery to to Kiev, um, obviously you know um, in, in support of the war effort. Uh, there um so they're really engaged with that sort of stuff and um i mean we do see that do see a fair amount of that with other breweries that we've looked at but it seems to be like a real sustained effort across mm. a lot of fronts from from gloucester brewery so we're well, fair play to them uh, for, for that as well but um i was really enjoying did we talk- looking and finding okay. about their different <laughs> venues that they've got so they've got one that's like mm. warehouse four tap room the arkle bar and there's one that's called tank <laughs> Dang, yeah. I, love it. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Well, the Arkle Bar is at is at Cheltenham Racecourse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Arkle Bar. Yeah. Um, Perfect spot. Warehouse Cheltenham Racecourse. Warehouse Four. Um, the I think that that's is the, the tap room, room at Warehouse brewery, Four. I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And that that's uh, that's at, uh, at Keyside. I think. Um, I'm trying to remember where Tank is actually. I think that's I the tell one. You, it's in the vibrant Gloucester docks. Our spacious and welcoming bar. Plus, sorry, yes, yeah, yeah. sorry, go on. And they <laughs> also have they have one of their events in November. Guys, get ready for this. Age UK social group. So they're looking out for everyone. You know, very socially conscious. <laughs> okay. When are you visiting in November? <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, 20... it's after this has happened. I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh... Well, that's, that's we, you know, we this little teaser in, right we might there. Be in time just for you know the um, the acoustic Wednesday. That's going to happen. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, good. <laughs> uh, um, just... Well, um, a little bit of a teaser there. I'm afraid we actually well, the, the plans are not solidified yet. But um, ITT on tour in Gloucestershire uh, at the end of the month, and there'll be forthcoming episodes, presumably in December and early January, mm. on what happens when we when we get together. Although actually, that's we're going to be that's going to be the basis of our next beer swap shop, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Swapping that beer. I, I feel like we're going to do a Stay tuned first, for that, first ever like event where we're not not staying at home. We're going to do a bit of a combo of some recordings at home and some recordings on the move, aren't we? On the on the hoof. 
Exactly, exactly. Are so, we going to well, the rugby? Well, I was going to make you come to the rugby, yeah. Oh, no. I'll buy your ticket. I'll buy your <laughs> ticket and you, can, you, you two can buy the beer. That sounds good. <laughs> it's fine. We'll put it down as a business expense because we'll have our microphones with us. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Should we, should we do the numbers on, on Gloucester Brewery? Yeah. I'm not sure if... Uh... I got him. So, Gloucester Brewery so, UK on Instagram has 5,000 followers. And on Twitter... 9,705 followers of at G Brewery, if you want to check them out. Nice. I must say, Gloucester Brewery UK on their Instagram, they have these, like, the roundels that's like, you know, you know, gin, events, highlights, beer, highlights, sort of different years. And then they've got one that says Ukraine 2023. It's just some guy's face. It looks, I, I, I've got to click into it to find out what that's about, but it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, I think that might be the, the man, the man from the brewery, maybe the founder going to Kiev. I think. Oh. What did you think of the can design? Because that's something we normally talk about and haven't talked about so far. It's very unusual, isn't it? It is different. There's a lot going on there, isn't there? Mm. I like it says Glock Brew. Yeah, but if you go around the side, it says Esther. Esther. (laughs) Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Oh, sorry, that's Estelle, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't... I don't like that because I just thought it said Glock Brew and I thought that was really stupid. And I, I must say, <laughs> turn it around. as someone who works yeah. in the industry, I am not a big fan of this pack design. I think it looks a bit meh. I suspected you might say that. Mm. I'm afraid well, to say. Well, if you want to move to the Cotswolds and get a new job, Joe, <laughs> you, know, you know where to apply. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I mean, hey, fair play to them to doing something unique. No one is going to copy mm-hmm. them. So that's pretty good. Um, you know. <laughs> so, there you go. You two. Has Christmas come early because the claws are out? <laughs> <laughs> and well on their way to becoming iconic. There you go. There you go. Let's draw a line under it there and move on to the next episode. As Dr. Dre said. <laughs> And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That Podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now.